It's Guy's Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Good evening and welcome to Guy's Guy's Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. This is my first broadcast on KCAA out here in Southern California. We're going to be here every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on 102.3, 106.5 FM and 1050 AM. I'm so excited about it. The show has been on uh, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Tuner and Stitcher as a podcast for the last couple of years. We've done 340 podcasts and we've been invited to join the KCAA family, which we're thrilled about. And we'll also be going out to iHeartRadio and Spreaker. So it's going to be fantastic. Guys Guys Radio is the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. Men. Let's talk about men a little bit because the name of the show is Guys Guys Radio. I think this is the best time ever to be a man. I mean, to me, there has never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's also a time where it's never been less clear who men really are. And that's very intriguing. If you look at what's happening in the world today, women are on a trajectory, a straight trajectory to long overdue recognition for all the wonderful and achievement for all the wonderful things they've done and are doing. Whereas men are at a crossroads. A lot of people are not sure what to make of men nowadays, and a lot of men aren't sure what to make of themselves. Of course, you've got the Me Too movement. A lot of guys are taking that the wrong way, getting angry. But men, guys, my advice to all of us is be quiet and listen. Listen to the ladies, hear what they have to say, and you'll learn a lot because uh, women have not been treated fairly over the years. And this is a time where we can raise our consciousness and treat everybody better, men and women. And this is also a time where women need to appreciate good men. And let's not make this open season on men in general, because there's a lot of good guys out there who've done a lot of good things and continue to do good things. So that's what Guys Guys Radio is all about. This is the place where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. So that's men and women. This is not just a show for men. Now, of course, the guys, guys radio sounds like it could be like the man show. Sure. I'm a guy. I like beer. I like babes. I like baseball and all of that. But there's more. I believe that men and a lot of people nowadays are seeking, are looking for more than they get from their job, from their paycheck, from the government, from media, from their friends, from their family. They know there's more to life in our Western culture than what's put in front of us all the time, whether it be entertainment, distractions, Facebook, social media, all of that. There's a lot more. So what I want to do is, as I've learned, there is a lot more, and I want to bring what I've learned and a lot of the experts that have brought it to me, I want to bring it to you. So as I said, I've had 340 podcasts. And throughout those podcasts, we've had all different types of people, all different types of experts in different areas, whether it be entertainment and sports or fantasy sports or relationships and dating coaching and marriage counselors and psychologists and psychiatrists and authors and novelists and metaphysical authors and wellness experts and diet experts, all people who have some insights that you want to consider as to, hey, how might this relate to me? How might this help me live the best life possible? So I'm going to put that information out there for you. I'm learning as you're learning, and I promise you I will ask the questions that if I was listening to the show, 
I'd want to ask, and I'm doing that on your behalf because the show's really for you and for all of us. We want to raise the consciousness. We want to raise the frequency. We want to raise the vibration of our world collectively, uh, one show at a time. So that's why we're here. How did this all start? Well, my background's in advertising and marketing, and I've worked on some of the biggest brands in the world, everything from rum to canned ravioli to clothing to cooking spray, the list goes fried chicken, the list goes soft drinks, it goes on and on and on. And throughout my time in advertising and marketing, I have been able to kind of keep an eye, a close eye on culture and behavior and the consumer and consumer behavior. And from that, I noticed uh, that there was a great deepening chasm in understanding and communication between men and women. And so I wrote this novel called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. And it's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City on Madison Avenue. It's been called The Male Sex in the City. It's kind of like Sex in the City, but men are different than women. So whereas you had the four ladies in Sex in the City and they were uh, often found in kind of a hot restaurants in New York sharing their cosmopolitans, dishing about men, men don't usually roll that way. Most guys uh, are lone wolves when it comes to affairs of the heart. They compete with other guys for the attention of uh, the opposite sex. They don't share too many details about their dates when we do get together, groups of guys, it's a lot of times it's in a bar to watch a game or at an activity or a sporting event, and there's not too much talk about our romantic interests. Now, if there is an issue that guys have in their lives, they might confide, pull one of their friends aside and confide into them about troubles at work, good stuff happening to them, a divorce, marriage, having a child, whatever. So a lot of that stuff happens. So anyhow, I wrote this book, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, and people start calling it the male sex in the city. So the main character in the book, he's a guy by the name of Max Halliday, and he basically he writes a column about men for women to give ladies a peek under the tent into the world of men. And he believes that women don't necessarily want to know the real truth about men, but ultimately he is convinced to write the column. And what we learn in the story is that men aren't that bad after all. And it's a story of love, lust, redemption, and it's a lot of fun. So from there, I started blogging on my website, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. And the name of the blog is called On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. And now the blog has been picked up on a number of different uh, uh, websites, um, we just got named one of the top dating bloggers of 2019 by Dating Advice. We are uh, on Cupid's Pulse, a monthly feature where I get asked a guy's guy's question, ask the guy's guy. We're on Your Tango. We are contributors to the uh, Good Men Project, uh, Gal Time, Thought Catalog, Huffington Post. Uh, I've been on the air on many different radio uh, podcasts, TV shows, talking about men, my novel, and kind of what's going on out there in today's relationship quagmire, as sometimes it can be. So after writing the blog for a year or two, uh, 
I decided, you know what? The next step is let's let's do a radio show. So I uh, set up the podcast, Guys Guys Radio, and we started talking to relationship experts and dating coaches. And I must have spoken to, I don't know, 50 to 100 different ones across the country and internationally. And one good thing that I found is for the guys out there is that women want men to be men in the best sense of the word. They want them to be guys, guys. Well, you might, might want to ask yourself, what's a guy's guy? Well, very quickly, a guy's guy is an updated modern version of a man's man, but in the best sense of the word man. He has casual confidence, unassuming strength, seductive integrity, emotional intelligence, timeless style, and is a lot of fun. So a guy's guy is a good guy. He's comfortable in his own skin. He likes women. Women like him. He likes guys. Guys like him. He gets along. And uh, he's somebody you want to know and hang with. From there, we, we started getting other different types of experts coming to the show uh, to be interviewed. Lots of metaphysical teachers, authors, sports people, entertainment people. And I really noticed that, you know, there's seeking. People want to learn more about what's going on. So that's my goal is to bring you the very best men and women to help you decide, is this for me? Is that for me in a way that helps us all to raise our consciousness, our knowledge and our vibration. So that's what Guys Guys Radio is all about. And again, we're going to be here on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific. And we're also still going to be on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and Stitcher and TuneIn. And now we're going to be on Spreaker and iHeartRadio also. So welcome to the show. The way the show is going to roll out is basically I'll do some opening comments. I'll bring out a special guest. We'll talk for about a half hour or so, and then I'll do a close. It'll usually be a guy's guy's guide, which is taken from one of my blog posts. And that's basically it. So I hope I can deliver to you some information that can help you live your best life. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny. As I mentioned, on my very first show, I want to have a very special, very first guest. Now, on Guys Guys Radio, we cover all things, life, love, the pursuit of happiness, and we do things to help the seekers out there, guys and ladies out there looking for more, looking for more than what you get from your job and your paycheck and just what our culture delivers to you. And as part of it, you know, the name of the show is Guys Guys Radio, but we're going to have lots of different guests. So today I have a very special guest, and she's the reason why I'm on actually I'm on KCAA. Her name is Kimberly Meredith. She is a medical intuitive, trans-channeler, psychic surgeon, hands-on healer, and spiritual teacher. She's blessed with a unique array of extraordinary healing and psychic abilities, and she's quickly gaining recognition as one of the world's most gifted medical mediumship healers and foremost spiritual speakers. She channels messages through her eyes. She blinks codes as a tool of communication from God, Mother Mary, Ascended Masters, and angels. And she's been often compared to Edgar Cayce, the father of holistic medicine, a medical intuitive, and the most documented psychic of the 20th century. Let me tell you a little bit about how I met Kimberly and why I wanted her on the show so much and how this all happened. Um, about six months or so ago, I was just flipping through. I, I just, when I look for guests, I was just flipping online and going through Facebook and places like that. And I saw her name and I stopped and I said, this is somebody I should really get to know and would be a great guest for the show reading about her. 
And so I contacted her. I sent her a note on Facebook and she was very kind. And I explained to her who I was and what I was doing. And uh, she agreed to be on the show. And in uh, advance of that, she offered to do a little work on me. So we met separately on Skype and um, she did she did a healing for me. Uh, let me give you a little bit of background of what happened before the healing. I um, uh, night 2014, I was out running. I'm a big runner, and I actually uh, had to lay down afterwards. I was in severe pain for about six hours, two days in a row, actually, of this. And I finally it was over the Fourth of July weekend. I went to the doctor, and my doctor said, "You have a, a kidney stone, and you also have a growth on each kidney." So I had to go get robotic surgery on each kidney, and I did. And they said everything's cool. 97% chance this will never happen again. And the last. Four years, I've been going for MRIs year annually. Everything's been fine. I also went through an Ayurvedic, uh, Ayurvedic uh, uh, protocol for my health to really clean out my environment. Because if you just take something out and you have the same environment, things can happen again. So I went through the protocol. And then, long story long, I got in touch with Kimberly. And But right before then, I had gone to see my uh, surgeon. And he said, I have good news for you. You don't have to get an MRI anymore. We've done this for four years. Everything's great. However, so I had three seconds of relief and I felt great. However, he said, I, I've been looking at your PSA. I just want you to have another PSA for your prostate because, you know, you're a boomer guy and um, your number keeps going up and up and up. And it was only up to 4.54, I believe, but it had gone from like 1.3 to 2.5 and up, up, up. And he said, I'm troubled about that. You could have prostate cancer. And I said, no, 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 I, I don't. He goes, how do you know? I said, I just know I don't. And he said, okay. And I said, listen, you're my surgeon. What, do you, what would you like me to do? He said, I want you to take the test again. If you don't think the number's right, take it again. I said, okay, great. So in the interim, I went from three seconds of relief, this cloud that had been over my head for four years, dissipated. And then three seconds later, my surgeon said, well, you might have a problem with your prostate. In the interim, I met with Kimberly, and um, without telling her anything, she did a, uh, a reading of me. And what she did was she went in with her guides, and they co complete remote viewing. Kimberly goes in there, and she looks inside, finds things that are happening, and uh, with a blink of the left eye or the right eye, her guides and spirit show her where there are problems and where there aren't problems. And uh, so she went through a healing with me. She took me with her. Uh, with the guides into the fifth dimension and we did a healing we did some chanting and we did some uh, acknowledgement of the fact that I wanted to be healed and I want to be in a fifth dimension and um, and then we did then, then we did the show a couple of weeks later fast forward to uh, uh, six months later six months later I went back to the doctor I had a, a PSA and my number was 0.8 which is a 400% drop in my PSA. And very interesting, after I was completely uh, beyond words thrilled, I wrote a note to Kimberly. And Kimberly said, that's fantastic. Would you come on my show? I'm now on KCAA. I did. The producer, Gary Garver, great guy, he liked my story, and uh, he offered me a slot on KCAA, and here we are. A postscript to that, and Kimberly doesn't even know that, is that my doctor on his own, I have to go in for an ultras annual ultrasound for the next couple of years, and then that's basically it. And before going, which I go next week, he, I had to take, take, have, have a regular blood test. Well, I took the test, and without knowing it, he ordered a PSA on that because I guess he didn't believe the number, and the number came back 
eight, which is amazing. So that's why Kimberly's here. That's why I'm healed. That's why I'm thrilled to bring Kimberly Meredith to KCAA, to Guys Guys Radio. She's got her own show every Tuesday night, 8 to 9 p.m. Welcome to the show, Kimberly Meredith. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Robert, for having me. God bless you. Praise Jesus that you're healed. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I really want, I want the audience, particularly guys out there. A lot of times guys don't take care of their health. They don't like to go to the doctor. I was one of them. And then sometimes you get a big surprise. If you keep, keep living the same way, you might not be partying too hard or whatever, but if you just don't change your habits over time, they build up and you become toxic. So yes. I'm so glad that when I, uh, I got to know you and then you did the healing on me and how fantastic I feel now. And I know I know, I know, I know that I was healed and it's a great, it's a wonderful feeling to have. So uh, enough about me. I just want to say thank you and thank Spirit for this yeah. wonderful process and for all the wonderful work you do here and in Southern California and around the world. And you're going to be huge and the world really needs the, you and your, your gift right now. God, yes. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, um, Robert, so much. Thank you for having me on your show here KCAA I'm happy that you're here and um, you know what's amazing about you Robert and the guides are blinking because the guides spirit Holy Spirit and the guides are saying to me through my eyes how special you are because you're a gift to us and humanity that you're here as a speaker to help enlighten our world and as a person doing this special work and, and helping bring information to our world and humanity. So God bless you for that. Oh, really thank you. And thank yeah. the guides and thank, thank God. I'm, I'm so happy that I'm healthy and I can do the work and I can serve. You know, only recently I asked, how can I serve? I had never asked that in my life before. And once I did that, everything started to happen really quickly. And, you know, you think a service like, do I have to work at McDonald's or a soup kitchen or something? The answer is no. You're asked to use your gifts to help mankind in the best way possible. So, hey, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. I want to I want to get the word out there for people, information for them to be able to understand, to know that there's more to life than what the media puts in front of us. So uh, thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, guides, and thank you, Spirit. But let's uh, let's move our conversation to you because you're my guest. Uh, tell us. Uh, I'm I'm sure everybody listening out there is wondering what what does Kimberly really do? Um, some have called it working with scalar energy. What what and in, when did this happen for you? Give us kind of your backstory. You were a little girl and you were blinking, and your parents didn't want you to really get involved in this. And then you had a near death experience in 2013, and you've been on this path ever since. So why don't you give us uh, kind of some of the details of that because it's an amazing story. Okay. Well, um, what ha what happened is that it it hasn't been sort of that that easy for me. Uh, I had a tumultuous childhood as a little girl. My mom was a beautiful lady, but she had an you know an addiction to alcohol, and I had you know the the, the upbringing of the divorced parents. And I was a very sensitive child. You know, they call the kids the sensitives out there. Mm -hmm. uh, some, some, they call them the indigo, maybe crystal kids. Right. You know, basically very sensitive, you know. And I did 
I did have, my eyes were blinking very young. So they were just constantly blinking. So you could put a child in a category of maybe, well, does she have Tourette's? Does she have, you know, what does she have? What's wrong with her? So there was a, a lot of sort of, you know, taking me to doctors, you know, what's going on with your eye blinking. So there was a lot of that happening to me. And so I basically was forced to stop the blinking. And I didn't know that now it was the communication of me being what I was supposed to be all along is that I'm a medium. Mm -hmm. I'm a medium and I, and I am speaking to spirit. And, and so what ended up happening is that um, I had a near death experience, which was just only a few years ago. So leading up to that, um, my mom, I had a lot of deaths growing up. My family, my, my immediate family died when I was young, unfortunately. And then I moved on in my life. I was in nursing. I was a really successful medical consultant on many shows. I, I love that. But there was always an attraction towards God, praying. I love to help and serve people. I did have very unusual experiences with um, the super and supernatural. Like I did see um, spirit. I would I would always have premonitions. I did have things happen when I was young with healing animals. I always had things going on that I would question like did that just happen <laughs> you know there were things going on even when I was in nursing there were lots of times that I would do prayer prayers on people that were in a coma and they would open their eyes but I would say did that just happen there was always these things going on that I I always was the one nurse that would be like no that person can't letting go right now. I'm going to do the CPR. Like I was the one that would just jump in and help and want to do whatever it could to help somebody make it. Um, so there was always that in me. And, um, I knew that there was something different about me, um, with that aspect. So leading up to the accident in 2012, um, I had a blunt head trauma to a car accident and it was pretty horrific. And after that, um, I came home from the hospital with a really bad news from the doctor saying that I probably would never walk again and hold my head up longer than five minutes. Wow. What did you think at the time? How did you feel? Obviously, you felt horrible about that. But did you believe that? Um, I was having lots of severe depression and I had been in the hospital so long on so many different medications. And I also knew I had experienced an amazing um, spiritual experience with the Holy Spirit when I was in the hospital. I knew I had, I didn't know the term NDE, <laughs> near death mm -hmm. experience. Right. I didn't know all those names. I just knew that I had experienced God in the hospital because I had coded in the hospital and I was a real mess. I came home just a complete disaster. And I had no idea that I was about to encounter this life and that I would be walking again. And then I would be sign languaging, blinking mm -hmm. and 
communicating with spirit the way I do right now and the way that this has transpired in what is going on right now in my life and how how many hundreds, thousands of people have entered into my life now and how I am organically healing many, many people. Now, uh, <laughs> amazing story. When, when you got out of the hospital and then you learned to walk again, I guess, um, did you have like a spontaneous healing and then did you go right out and start healing other people? How did that how did that, uh, you know, transpire where you went from in a wheelchair to walking and then healing others? I was, I had nurse assistants and physical therapists coming and trying to get me to walk. I had a hematoma on the brain. I had a collar and a lot of medications and it didn't look like it was getting any better month after month the year after going into the next year um, and praying and I'd wake up during the night and I started flapping my arms like angel wings and then going talking like and I was like why am I talking like that it would go and I'd wake up like that. And I would say to my girlfriend, is, is something happening to me? What is going on? Then I would start sign languaging and, and doing these different movements with my hands. And she goes, I think you're sign languaging. And I would be, I, I don't know how to sign language. And then the more I would just pray and pray and pray, I would stop having pain. And I was raised half Jewish and, and my mom was um, Catholic. But we converted to Judaism because my dad was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And the more I would pray and pray and pray, the release was leaving my body, the, 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 the pain. Mm-hmm. And I started to, to start to walk. And, and the more I was like doing these routine of praying and the more I was, I was letting go and I stopped the medications and I just got rid of everything and put my 100% faith in the energy. And I just kept hearing kept hearing you are healed you are healed you are healed and putting all my energy in the god and you are healed wow and then i remember it was in july of 2015 my eyes started blinking now what did you think of that and what did your friends think of that and were you i mean was did you realize that there was a purpose because the language is when uh, i think the left eye blinks it uh, it's it's good and the right eye points out a problem when did you kind of figure out this language and what was going on there when were you first, guided to that were you did you yeah. hear a voice that said this is how this works or how did you figure that out it's almost like in the Bible when you hear Moses talking or Mary was hearing God speak. I absolutely could hear a message coming to me from the Holy One telling me, you are here, you're chosen to hear the messages, you're chosen to hear them speaking to you. And they were blinking, this is yes, this is no. Both eyes are meaning this is communication from God speaking to you. Like you hear a book called Conversations with God. It's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. like that. So this okay. is yes, this is no, and this is balance. And I didn't really know what to think. And when I told a friend of mine, my eyes are blinking to me. And coach, he goes, don't you tell anybody that. That does not sound right. Your eyes can't blink like that. And I sat on the couch and I cried. 
And I said to myself, that's exactly what my mom did to me when I was four or five years old. She hit me in the face and she told me, don't blink. Stop blinking. Don't you blink like that. And now I know thousands, hundreds of people are being healed through my eyes blinking and my laying on hands. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself at that moment, I know, I knew, I knew that 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 God was speaking to me through my eye blinking. I knew it for somehow at that moment on mm-hmm. the couch in 2015, I knew that my eyes, they were spirit. I, I don't know how. I just knew that, 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 that the spirit was blinking through my eyes. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, I know uh, from reading your background that you, when you were a little girl, you would put your hands on uh, your animals and stuff, and you actually brought your dog back from uh, he transpired and you kind of you brought him back um so when maybe tell us a little bit about that but really what i want to know is what was the first person that when you realized that you had this gift that was being actualized and manifested if you will who was the first person that you worked on and what happened how'd that go um the first person was this man um named peter Longwood, he is a trainer down at Gold's Gym. He had an Achilles heel uh, that was out. And he he found out about me through another agent. Uh, so I was a medical consultant and they were coming and visiting me. And they were like, what are you going to do with yourself? You know, you're, you're here. And I said, I don't know. And I was really upset because my head was still really pounding and hurting. And I've said, I've been rubbing my hands on my head. And they said, well, is it helping you? And I said, it is. I'm praying on my head and I'm feeling um, much better. And so he said, was this very nonchalant. He said, well, can you rub your hand on my Achilles heel? So I said, okay. So I rubbed my hand on his um, Achilles heel and it was out. And I, I prayed Hail Mary. And I, I'm always, I'm always being told by spirit mm-hmm. to pray the Hail Mary. Okay. And I prayed the Hail Mary. And it was just not even very long. You know, I just said a Hail Mary and he, he, he accepted the Hail Mary. And then I had a cold laser machine that I had been working with, which is just a very a light laser machine. Many people have laser machines in their office and I barely put it on there. It just very lightly. And I remember uh, he said, your hands are very hot. I said, okay. And then he left. And about maybe four days later, he called me up and he said, I'm at Cedars and I, 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 I just left there and they, they took um, an x-ray of it and they canceled the surgery. And I said, what are you talking about? And he, I'll never forget that day. And mm-hmm. he said, no, you're a healer. And I said, what's a healer? Because, you know, I'm nursing. It's sure. different. And, mm-hmm. and I, he said to me, he said, the Achilles heel they're showing on the x-ray is completely back in and it's completely healed and I don't need surgery anymore. It's completely healed, Kimberly. I'm going to start telling the guys at Gold's Gym about you and that and that they can come to you because you have nothing else to do. And he says, and, and we can help them. And I said, all right, I guess so. So then a lot of them started coming over to the house and I started, you know, putting my hands on them and, and areas and just doing laying on hands. This is before my eyes were mm-hmm. where I started figuring out where people had things in them at that time. And it became unbelievable. It caught on 
all over Gold's Gym that I was this miracle healer, like mm -hmm. laying hands and healing areas of the body. And I, I wasn't a Reiki practitioner. I didn't have a license, nothing like that. I was just doing that. And then some people from What the Secret and all, other people were finding out about me. And then one day, once I caught on more about this is yes, this is no, and more of that, then I was like, did you ever have your knee done? Did you ever have this done? Did you have this? Then they were telling me where cancer was. and this, So anyway, it started getting on more and more. Stop. The guys are so nosy. They want to <laughs> Everything is they want. They know where you're. You had a root canal. They know where you had a brain tumor. They know where you've had, you know, plastic surgery. They know where you've had your intestine, you know, bypass done. They know you've had a valve happen. They're just becoming more and more and more. And then the next thing they want to do surgery on you. Mm -hmm. So you're <laughs> like a human MRI machine, but more more accurate almost. That, yeah. That's that's amazing. So let me, let me ask you this. So you you go on your way. You're doing that. Um, yeah. In terms of how you work, let me use myself, if I might. If, I don't know if you recall because you've done so many people, but you know we did it over Skype. I didn't tell you anything till afterwards. You went in with the guides, and um, and then I don't know. I don't even know what you saw though. So I was thinking about it when I was getting preparing for the interview today. I was like. I don't even know what they found in there that was fixed, but whatever it was, my PSA number like dropped by 300 points, 400, 400 or something like that. And I don't know what, if I had any other issues, do you recall what, yeah. what you, when you went in there, what they saw, what you saw, how you did the work just for the base for our listeners to understand the process, if you will, up close and personal. Well, when I scanned you that day, I knew I went down when I said left eye, right eye, left eye. I went right mm -hmm. down. I knew there was something wrong with your prostate. I don't remember because it was so it was a while ago. But I, when mm -hmm. I go through the whole entire body, I could just wave my hand through somebody, and I know exactly throat is a thyroid issue. You know, you know. I can also, besides the body, know if it was ten years ago, if it was seven years ago, it's happened to you. Mm -hmm. So it's it's medical mediumship, but also I do know about. There's some mediums that talk to the the family from the other side. You know, that's right. also stuff I can do too. Mm -hmm. But focus on that, and they also focus on you moving forward after you've been healed, and what right. you stay healed, and how do you connect to the holy divine, and what is your relationship with that? And also, I want to say that um, as far as cancer and as far as the, the the diseases that are going on right now what are they and what is that it's really our immune being suppressed and our mm -hmm. immune system being low and how it is happening to all of us right now why is it getting at us you know why is it attacking us why is it where is it getting in and how mm -hmm. is it getting at us and is it getting through our food our environment pollution or is it getting through our aura warfare is it getting through negative a, a negative attack through energy mm -hmm. through people all of those things are correct right. yes so um um staying in our relationship with the divine the holy divine so some people will say well kimberly you pray nine hours a day you must never get challenged with a negative. Oh, yes, I do. I'll bet um, you do. Yeah. The more, the more like your job, the more that you are working so diligently 
with the Holy One, the more the, the mediums, the more the, the priests, the more the people that are, or the more the people that are doing spiritual work or not, the more people are doing such loving work or caring work or beautiful people out there. That means you can't take a breath, a second to just go, ah, I'm okay for a moment. You have mm-hmm. to the practice up. That's what I'm trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. Now, you also, after our uh, session, you gave me some uh, 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 supplements and things to take, um, urinary tract cleaner, a powder, right. and some other stuff, and told me uh, avoid certain things. Like I yeah. was taking turmeric every day, and you, you suggested that like too many people take turmeric, and it can upset their system and uh, things like that. So the idea of supplementation, and really we have to manage our own vessel, uh, you know, yeah. we have to be part of the solution, right? We have a lot of power that we a lot of times don't use that we need to. We need to be part of the solution. We can't just turn it over. Is that correct? Right. I do. I do want to answer that question. I want to go back to one more. Okay, um, please. Think about dropping uh, the numbers and the points okay. and, your, and your healing real quick. Okay. Uh, there is a woman that there's many people that come to me with situations like you had. Where I scan them, I find prostate, I find cancer, I find over issues. This one lady, I want to just read her testimony named Colleen Elfrey. She doesn't mind. She she's very excited. She has been sick for many, many years. She's gone to lots of doctors. She recently came into me for the first time. I did a scan on her. I identified every area in her body that needed help. I went right to her ovaries. And in that, I found that she had cancer. After I did the healing session on her, one session, she went to her doctor, and he was amazed. When it came back with her lab, she had dropped 4,000 points. Wow. Wow. And now, how do, what does the doctor say? I'm curious. When I go in next week, I want to hear, what is this guy going to say to me? getting chills from the Holy Spirit. She could mm-hmm. come onto your show. The before and after pictures of Colleen, mm-hmm. you would be in shock right now. Thank God, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right now. This wow. is incredible. This is so exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> not, only, not only when she walked into my office, 89 pounds. She had gone through so much um, alternative medicines and regular through chemo, everything. They told her she had probably maybe two days to live. Mm -hmm. When I scanned her, I knew exactly where it was. They did. And then she said, I accept the Holy Spirit. Through accepting the Holy Spirit, I am healed. Mm -hmm. And she went back to the doctor a week later and they found 4,000 points dropped. Unbelievable. Even, wow, that's her, doctor amazing. Said, mm-hmm. even her doctor said, never has he seen this before, ever, ever, ever in history. Mm-hmm. That's, that's un- that is unbelievable. She now, gave a testimony and she even came on KCA, um, the great. third was on the radio. So praise Good. Jesus. Yeah. Now, um, when, when during the process, one of the things that I think is so important that, that I think yes. the listeners should know about is moving yeah. to the fifth dimension, because yeah. uh, I don't know if people understand the third dimension is kind of the world we live in now. Uh, I don't quite understand what the fourth dimension is, but apparently everybody needs to get to the fifth dimension um, where healing can take place. 
So talk to us a little bit about why that is important, uh, kind of the difference, and maybe you can help me out. I don't un- really understand what the fourth dimension is all about, and then why the fifth dimension, we need to allow ourselves to go there for the healing to take place, because that, I guess, is an area of that's where love and healing occurs. But for most people, I don't know if they understand that. Could you help us out? Yeah, actually, you are so rocking amazing, because the reason I'm saying that, Robert, is because what you just did is you led into, you asked the question before that, which was that about leading into the supplements and the, and the things, mm-hmm. the tools, and also the third and the fifth is so amazing. Those two questions is exactly what the guides want to talk about. Okay. Basically, we'll talk about the third dimension, which is unfortunately where we are right now. The reality is that the world is in the third dimension is why we're getting attacked. And there's so much stuff happening to us, which is we're hearing a lot of negative stuff. A lot of negative things are happening. We're, we're stuck in a very dark, negative state of consciousness at times. But we are moving into the awakening. There is a lot of good things happening that is happening to us. There are a lot of light workers, a lot of beautiful spiritual workers. There's a lot of people accepting accepting moving into the fifth dimension. What the fifth dimension is, and I'm going to talk about four, but what the fifth dimension is, is the work that Jesus was showing, the witnessing of the miracles, Mm -hmm. and being in that dimension which you accepted, why you were healed, why Mm -hmm. Colleen was healed, why, 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 why Frankie Sandoval was healed, why I was healed, is that the Christ light is here. The Christ consciousness is here. And when you accept that energy, the miracles, the Harry Potter energy can come through your body. Anybody can invoke that energy through them and you can be healed. Praise God. Jesus was doing it. Jesus was showing it. We didn't want to see it but we are ready to see it now. We can witness it now and we can have this now for us. Mm-hmm. The third dimension is this stuff that we witness and seeing right now that we see in the media, the dark, the war, the fear. Anytime we hear stuff that we don't like, fear, negative, propaganda, that is the lower dimensional energy, ego, stuff that's like do on to others or do on to you. We don't want to be doing that stuff, jealousy, all that stuff, negative stuff, mm-hmm. the, the bad stuff in our food, that that stuff. You know what I mean? That's just like not good stuff. Fourth dimension is spirituality. It's 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 it's, it's beautiful. It's fourth dimensional. It's it's lovely. It's 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 you know, it's spirituality. It's 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 good, but it's not the higher dimensional or fifth dimensional. Okay. We go higher than fifth dimension. Absolutely. But we need to at least get to the fifth dimension. <laughs> okay. I got you. All right. Good, yeah. good, perfect answer. The The idea of the Christ consciousness and Jesus, like you were uh, part Jewish and then uh, completely Jewish, and then you're dealing with Jesus. For a lot of people, you know, the, regardless of faith, they're like, okay, Jesus is Christian, and then Jewish people aren't buying into Jesus. And, it's, and the whole idea... 
the, the Christ consciousness is something that I think everybody can embrace. And let's face it, Jesus was Jewish when he walked the, he walked the earth. And he's, a lot of people say, ascended master, as well as a lot Buddha and a lot of other folks. And Jesus really wasn't into, from what I've been told by people like yourself, is that he, he wasn't all about religion and carving up like this religion versus that religion. And things have gotten really twisted since his time on the planet. And tell us why his consciousness is so important and how anybody can access that in a very positive way without having to worry about, well, my religion says this or that or the other thing. Great question. So as you're speaking, um, the guides answer the questions, not me. They blink. Three blinks confirmed. Three blinks confirmed. And they're saying, you're absolutely correct. Jesus, Yogananda, lots of, of masters had spirit moving through them. They were loving, beautiful peacemakers. They, of course, I love all people, all religion I honor. And we believe that we all are an aspect of God. We are here to honor the divine energy of God. God is love. And and in that, Jesus was an aspect of his father, which was the Holy Spirit. And when we have the Holy Spirit invoke in us, we shall be healed. Mm-hmm. And so we're here, here to move humanity forward. And in moving humanity forward, we can ascend and have an awakening and our world can have peace on earth. Okay, perfect. Let's spend our last five minutes together, Kimberly, talking about your work, how people can work with you and how you work. Now you can work uh, first of all, your your show on KCAA is the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. It's on Tuesdays, I believe, Pacific Time at 8 p.m.? 7 p.m. 7 p.m., I'm sorry. And, yeah, that's okay. And, and your uh, website is thehealingtrilogy.com. But you have a lot of programs that people can uh, sign up for where you can work with people. Um, let's talk about this. Skype, in person, um, through an iPhone, um, uh, through a photo uh, with a loved one. Tell us the different ways you can work with people and how they can get in touch with you. Let's okay. spend like five minutes on that. Okay. Thank you, Robert. First thing that let's go back to the KCA show, the KCAA radio show. I'm also inviting anyone that would like to have a free medical intuitive scan in person. If you'd like to come on the show and do that, please go to the healing Um, and go to my event calendar. And there is um, a Tuesday night form that you can fill out. And if you are in uh, California or you want to fly in, um, you can fly in and and it still be, uh, my producers can see if you're eligible to come on the show and have a medical intuitive scan and healing right on air. Mm -hmm. And and we do take calls every Tuesday for... um, mediumship questions and answers. The other thing is that um, I do Skypes, yes, scans, and I also have a practice at in Sherman Oaks that I do medical intuitive uh, scans and healings. I also am going to be at the LA Conscious Expo this year, February, and I'll be at the New Living Expo up in um, San Mateo. And I don't know yet if I'm going to be going to New York. But that's oh, fantastic. Very soon in probably um, March or May. 
Now, it's interesting. You mentioned uh, Frank Sandoval earlier in the show, and I, just for people out in Southern California, he was a pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers, correct? Yes. And what did, what did you do with him? Because he had cancer, right? He did. Um, I He came into my office, um, and I, 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 I did not know what he had. I scanned him. I knew they knew that he had four-stage colon cancer. And then, through the grace of God, he's healed. That's fantastic. Uh, he he, he he was going through some hard times and he comes out to the expo and he speaks about it. And he also goes out to the churches that I do my healings and he speaks about and he speaks about his uh, experience with the Holy Spirit. Okay. You, uh, we talked a little bit about personal power earlier. Um, uh, how can people um, access, you talked about going to the fifth dimension, being with spirit. How, what are some tips? What can people do to kind of get them going on their path? the right path. Yes. Um, I think that I know that by developing your intimate relationship with your, your, if you want to say your spirit guides or the angels, I feel the stronger you are connected to the Holy divine God, straight up God. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, God. Okay. Um, to me, the Holy Spirit is one with God. Um, and so connecting that intimate relationship is, a, is just amazing. And by doing that is by witnessing more miracles. And by witnessing the miracles is by witnessing events. I'm not saying they all have to be my events, <laughs> but by witnessing... Right more and more fifth dimensional miracles. And by that also is an understanding. It's not about how being successful you are. It's about, there's a lot of successful people. It's about how much you are serving other people and how much you are giving other people that raises your vibration and that raises your body to the higher enlightenment and to getting closer to the God dimension getting you closer to the 12th dimension, the fifth dimension, the 12th dimension. Great. Okay. Uh, listen, you've been fantastic as always. I'm so pleased that you were my first guest on my KCAA okay. show, Guys, Guys Radio. Kimberly Meredith, the Healing Trilogy, HealingTrilogy.com. Her show is the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show, 7 p.m. on KCAA every uh, Tuesday. Uh, thank you so much, Kimberly. It's been such a pleasure having you here. I hope we can do it again. Okay. God bless you, Robert. I love you. You too. Welcome back to the show. Robert Manny here, our first guest, Kimberly Meredith. Her show is on KCAA every Tuesday at 7 p.m. It is the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. And as I had mentioned earlier in the show, I always end with either a guy's guy's guide or some type of insight or discussion that we can have about uh, our guest in this case, it's kind of about miracles. I know a lot of times in everyday life, it's uh, hard to believe anything that's not in front of you, but we have to have faith. I'm going to tell you a quick story what happened with me. I had uh, surgery on my kidneys four years ago, and uh, I had two robotic surgeries, one on the left side, which went very well, one on the right side. And when I was going in to that surgery, it was only five weeks after the first surgery, and I was nervous about it. And I could tell my surgeon was nervous, and he showed me on the screen kind of where the growth was. 
and it was tucked into a very hard to get part of the kidney. And uh, so we talked a little bit before the procedure and then he went out and I was like, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to have that kidney after the operation, but you have to go into it. You have to have faith, not just in the doctors, but you have to have faith in miracles that can occur. So I was told that the surgery was delayed for 45 minutes. So I was sitting there, I had the little, you know, those little slippers they give you and the hairnet and you're in the gown, a very vulnerable position. And as I was sitting there, kind of a voice, a knowing came into my head and it said, you know, you've been working with some of these healers that have been on your podcast and you've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of studying over the years. Uh, I did not mention earlier that I'm a Reiki master teacher and also advanced clinical master hypnotist along with my business career. And so I've been working on kind of raising my frequency for years and doing the best I can. And this voice in my head told me, you have a lot of power. This is your time to use that power. You have more power than you think. And I think that's true for all of us. We have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for. So I was at first, I was, you know, taken aback. And then I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, I have to help these doctors. And the voice in my head said, yes, you have to help them. So soon enough, I was called into the operating room and I lay down on the, uh, you know, operating table, if you will. And they were just about to put the mask over me for the anesthesia. And I put my arm, my hand on the forearm of one of the doctors who was going to be part of the surgical team. And I said to her, I'm going to help you. I'm going to release this growth to you. I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to release this. And she looked at me and smiled and then she put the mask over my face and I was out. But when I woke up, there was another doctor there, another one who was assisting in the procedure and he had a big smile on his face. I said, what, what, what happened? How'd it go? And he's like, you know, when we went inside you, we, we got to the growth and it just like plopped out. It just like fell out of your body. It was amazing. And he, he had not heard what I had told the other doctor. And then my surgeon came by and he was thrilled. He had a big smile on his face. I could tell he was very relieved. He said, everything went perfectly. And that was four years ago when I was just informed, as I had mentioned earlier, that I, I don't have to go back for any MRIs or anything like that anymore. And I truly believe that I participated in the procedure. I participated in uh, the success of the operation. I participated in my healing after that also by keeping a positive attitude and really connecting myself to source. So those are some of the ways, uh, you know, having faith is important. If you don't believe that you can do these things, if you don't believe you can do certain things in life, you're not going to be able to do it. But if you take the leap, you have faith, you're open to more than just meets the eye there's miracles that can occur. So that's our show. We're going to be back next week, same time. And until then, what I always like to say is, guys, guys, finish first. Finish first.